Today at nyasarbarangtiket.com, we're going on a trip to Switzerland with none other than Sandra Danmusumarto. Before becoming Ticket's public relation manager, she grew up traveling across different corners of the world, from Vancouver all the way to Madrid. Now she finds her peace in Switzerland, the land of breathtaking mountains, cafes by the countryside, and of course, Audrey Hepburn's home. Join Sandra as she takes us from Geneva to Tolachinez, Montreux to Gestad, and discover the beauty of fully living like a local. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Please welcome Sandra D. Hi, Woo! everybody. Hi, Aileen. Yay. Hello. Nice to meet you. Gimana kabarnya hari ini? Good, 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 good. I'm very happy to be here to talk on something that's very my passion. Traveling. Yeah, I mean, it's a great break from your work day, yeah? Banget, 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 banget. Before we get started, uh, please introduce yourself to all of our listeners. Uh, Kasandra, ngapain aja di tiket sama apa yang sedang dilakuin public relations team pada saat ini? Okay, so I'm the public relations manager for Ticket.com. So what uh, public relations actually do for Ticket.com is actually um, apa namanya, uh, creating relationship uh, with the external stakeholders. Mainly itu adalah media sama government. Jadi any communications uh, with the government and sama media itu pasti through Ticket.com. Right, right, right. It sounds like the PR team is doing some really fun, uh, but also like very serious stuff right now. Yeah, true. Um, <laughs> now, even from her introduction, you can definitely tell that Cassandra is a very outgoing and fun person to travel with. Jadi, kita bakal nyasar kemana aja hari ini, Cassandra? Hari ini, kita akan uh, talk about my trip that I did, the last trip abroad before the pandemic blew, it blew up, yeah. In 2019, I went to Switzerland. Wow, that sounds so fun. And, you know, we all can't wait to hear about it. But uh, before we go into the details of your trip, let's do a rapid fire Q&A. Sure, let's do it. <laughs> okay, okay. What did you have for lunch today? Roast chicken. Delicious. A nature trip or shopping trip? A little bit both. What color is your luggage? Pink and purple. Um, how many languages can you speak? Four. Uh, Indonesian, English, Spanish, and very basic Mandarin. Can you say a sentence in Spanish? Hola, como están todos? Yay, I'm doing good today. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's something that you always bring with you when you're traveling? My phone. Uh, travel destination apa yang paling overrated? Any big cities, like Barcelona. <laughs> Who's someone that you love to travel with? My brothers and my best friend. Negara apa yang ada the most attractive people? Oh, Spain or any Mediterranean country, like Italy. Mm. In the PR team, who's the most likely to forget their stuff at the airport? My colleague, Yossi. <laughs> and if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? Actually, Switzerland. Eh, abroad. But in Indonesia, Bali. Yay! Dan pas banget kita hari ini bakal ngobrol tentang your trip to Switzerland yep. and why you love it so much. So Cassandra actually grew up traveling ever since she was like a little kid. Um, so I kind of wanted to know more about that. What were some of the places that you lived in when you were growing up? Okay, so um, my father was a diplomat. He mm-hmm. worked for the Foreign Ministry of Indonesia, and he was posted right? in many cities, in many countries, right? So uh, mm-hmm. we could live three years in Indonesia and then go abroad for four years or three years. So mm-hmm. I was actually born in Penang, Malaysia, 
and then uh, dad was got posted in uh, Mexico, uh, Vancouver, Canada, and his last mm-hmm. post was actually in uh, Madrid, Spain. Um, right. Yeah, and then I briefly uh, also lived in uh, China, Beijing, for to continue my studies. In China, actually. Wow, I mm-hmm. I guess um, your experience growing up is very different and unique to you. I just kind of wanted to know more about that experience of growing up in different countries. Sure. I mean, um, especially sure. like you know, you're traveling to all of these places and living there as a teen, making your way, growing up, and Sabrina, like, how was it like adapting to all those different cu- cultures? Well. To be honest, uh, as a little kid, uh, when I when I used to live in 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 other countries, mm-hmm. right, it's not very easy, Aileen. Um, yeah. um, but but um, I got the hang of it, and I got to learn actually very quick. And actually, that experience makes me now to able to adapt to new environment very fast. Um, I I don't really panic when changes happen. Mm. Because I grew up with changes, you so did, when changes did. do come right now, I don't really panic. Um, so I get to understand to be calm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and also, um, when learning certain language, you can understand more the culture itself. For sure, and, yeah. Mm, like for example, uh, when I learn Mandarin, I get to understand why the Chinese people are very complicated people. And then mm-hmm. I understood that the language itself, Mandarin, is very complicated, right? For sure, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, not yeah. really easy, so it's. That's the reason why maybe we have difficult to communicate with the Chinese people. Maybe yes. that gets okay. Basically that. Uh, so you grew up in a lot of different places, but yeah, you didn't really grow up that much in Europe. It's only Spain, right? Yeah, I lived in Spain for four years. Despite not growing up in Europe, I feel like now you're someone who's very fond of European culture. Um, I am. Is there any reason for this? Um, okay, maybe because... Um, that was posted most in the Western countries, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so um, I, and also the reason why maybe because um, it's in Spain when I was in my teenage years. It's the yes. time when I appreciated more receiving a new culture. You know, when mm-hmm. I was small, I didn't understand. When I was in Mexico, I didn't understand anything. Right? I just only understand. <laughs> you were still like what kindergarten or something? Exactly at kindergarten, yeah. right? And in Vancouver, Canada, too, I was still in elementary school. I didn't appreciate mm-hmm. much about the Canadian culture. Mm-hmm. Right. So when it's in Spain, which actually I, I got to learn about the culture, the history of Spain, the history of other European countries. Mm. I get to immerse myself into the local people and understand more about the European uh, type of life, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And get to understand why do Spain people love siesta? Why mm. do Spain pe- Spanish people uh, love Apanamania? Um, I don't know. Matador, or why do they love soccer so much? You know, even <laughs> at the time, I I love watching soccer because it was part of their life. You know. <laughs> yeah, and what's great is that you mentioned that Spanish people are the most attractive people, and you grew up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Mediterranean, you know, which that includes yeah. Italian, the Turkish people, also very attractive. You know, not that tall. You know, the right height. <laughs> 
but you know okay but like now we're talking about europe and yeah you know it's time for us to pack our bags and head over to switzerland the land of like mountains uh-huh. chocolate and cheese yep. um and you know when i asked you what you wanted to talk about during this podcast you know it sort of took a while for you to decide where you wanted to go then um switzerland wasn't exactly the first place that you had in mind but what made you ultimately want to talk about switzerland well you know it's because when you ask me okay sandra where's the place that is like most memorable i'm like (laughs) everywhere i go there's always a memory you know i cannot say one certain country or one certain city you know even if you ask me like even if I went to, to Mecca, you know, for the pilgrimage, mm-hmm. it was also mm-hmm. significant for me. But I didn't think I about so, that. Yeah. Exactly, right? Yeah. Even when I went to, for example, to Disneyland Paris, that was also significant. So that's why for me, traveling is like I go to places to find memorable places. That's mm-hmm. why there's no no particular place that I can say it's a good, it's like, oh, it's Number awesome. one. Like every every travel that I did, it's number one for me. Yes, for me yes, exactly yes. right and wow what a traveler that's why that's why if if you if you, you tell me that i should pick one it's like so difficult for me right <laughs> there's just too many to there's choose. just too many and then i came up uh came upon pictures uh of me in switzerland and i'm like well that was a happy moment you know because mm-hmm. i remember that was the last time i went abroad it was um, yeah, just yeah, before yeah. COVID. Just before COVID. And I think that's the most memorable right now, you know. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. lately I'm like, oh, I miss going abroad. I miss going to the foreign country, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and that's when I thought about Switzerland. And to be fair, it is the place that you can imagine yourself living in in the future. It, it is, actually. It is, actually. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess hari ini kita bakal... Uh, talk about a specific town in Switzerland that you went to. Uh, what is this place yang kita bakal nyasar bareng hari ini? Yeah, um, this is a place that I don't think everybody knows um, unless mm-hmm. you're a big fan of this certain person. Um, uh, she is a Hollywood star, uh, uh, legendary. Yeah, she's, An icon. She's an icon and I think everybody knows no matter what age you are, even though if you never watch her movie. I have never watched her movies. <laughs> You should. Um, <laughs> her name is Audrey Hepburn. So I went to Toloshenas. Toloshenas is a little village in the town of Morge in Switzerland. So Morge is another town, a little town, not that big, right? Mm-hmm. It's a it's a two hour ride train from Geneva. Mm. So we went to Toloshena, which is actually in Morge. <laughs> so it's um, a it's a little village where yeah. Audrey Hepburn uh, spent her um, her retired years after retiring from Hollywood. She spent her life there. She mm-hmm. uh, she built a house there and she lived there for thirty years until her death in nineteen ninety three. When you were going to Switzerland, yeah. were you um, directly planning to go to Toloshenas, or you know what sort of led up to that? Well. The main reason I went to Toloshenas is because actually, uh, wait, Switzerland, right? Yes, the main yes, reason yes. why I, when I went, uh, why I went to Switzerland, is because my brother was uh, posted there, right? He's also a diplomat yeah. too, like that, right? Uh-huh. And I thought, okay, let's go to Swiss. And then I was like, oh, what should I do in Swiss? You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I do my research, uh, Eileen. I always do my research when I go somewhere, right? Yes, yes. Uh, because apart, I. W- 
that I would like to go to the tourist part. I would like to see what do the locals do. I always research what do the locals do or something something unique, For right? Sure. And then I yeah. found out that my dearest favorite actress was actually buried in Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's awesome. What a coincidence. That's awesome. And then I saw, oh, in Toloshena. Okay, where is this Toloshena? And I saw, oh, it's just a two-hour ride from Geneva. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll search on that. Even when I told my brother, he's like, I didn't know that village. Where do you know this thing? Like, <laughs> internet, right? Exactly. Like, even his friends who've been living there for years, like, I've never heard of Toloshena's hello. <laughs> if you're not a fan of Audrey Hepburn, you will not know, right? So Toloshena's has right. become like a mecca for the Audrey Hepburn fanatic. And we, it's like mm-hmm. a sort of a pilgrimage that the fans do in the in the village, right? So we visit... Yes. We visit the, the her house. Um, we visit the church where she was, uh, was it called, where they had the ceremony before she was buried, right? We went to her cemetery where she was buried, and it's actually a very beautiful cemetery. A small one, but very nice. It's not even creepy at all. It's very nice. <laughs> very and nice. the view of the cemetery is actually a meadow of flowers. Wow. So it was beautiful. It was even... I can say that even if you do not like Audrey Hepburn, you can go to the village and enjoy the village in itself because it's the right. typical European small village that you will see in the movies. Ooh. It's very pretty. In every spot of the village, it's actually uh, Instagrammable. So you can... So Ooh. I actually spent more in taking pictures there, you know, <laughs> than going... <laughs> rather to... than like in the tourist spots. It's like, yeah. like hidden gems. Exactly. That... Rather going yeah. to, like... Because the title of the of the uh, the tour is called uh, uh, Sulatra the Audrey Hepburn, uh, okay. so it's like following the footsteps of Audrey Hepburn, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, my French is not very good, so <laughs> I apologize <laughs> for okay, that. It's okay. <laughs> so it's okay. So it's we we're going to the steps of of where Audrey Hepburn went, right? Like to the, mm-hmm. to her home, to the church, to the cemetery, and we went to the Morch town again, where we saw the hotel where she was married to Andrea Dotti, right? Her mm-hmm. last mm-hmm. husband. Yeah, and we went to the market where she used to shop and stuff like that. And basically, I do understand now why she loves that place because you know, being a Hollywood star, uh, being the eyes of the world, you sometimes just want to be like a normal person. And I think that's yeah, that's what she got there. You know, it's a very peaceful place. It's not big place. You know, it's a small place. Mm-hmm. And I think you get everything what that you need if you want to retire there. For sure, yeah. yeah. I think it's a very authentic experience just to grow up in, like, a small town, not really in the eyes of the public. Yeah, um, I mean, like, for a retired person, I think it's perfect. But for a young person, you know, I think it's like, oh, my God, I want to get out of here, right? <laughs> but probably, probably. For a person like Audrey who who's retiring, I think it's a great place for her. Mm. Um, speaking of Tolashanaz as a whole and what the culture is like over there, uh, did you get to know anyone? Uh, what are the people like from Tolashinaz? Well, Switzerland people in general, are, I think, are very nice people, yeah. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Um, they're not really like uh, nosy people, like, who are you from? No, they're not oh. like that. But they know that you're, that you're not a local person, but they won't like... They're sort of just like, like going about their day like usual. Exactly. They will like let you go around. Like, for example, like... 
even if the you know the village itself is not actually like a tourist site, right? It's, it's not it's, really. Yeah, it's actually just a village where, who happens which happens to be where Audrey Hepburn lives. So obviously, mm-hmm. her fans will come just to see the place where she was she used to live, right? Yes, and. Because we know that that village is actually someone's home, right? We as a mm-hmm. fan also understand that we have to respect that and we, we cannot be noisy, you know? You get what I mean? By doing that actually makes us feel like, oh, we're actually like, like, like the local people, you know? Because we're just wandering yeah. around, minding our business, you know? Just taking pictures quietly, you know? And that's it. And enjoying yeah. the environment, enjoying the architecture of the villages, of the, the mm-hmm. in the village. So, I think the, the the Swiss people in general are are very, you know, they don't really mind your business. I mean, they will no, they will mind their own business. I'm sorry, they will mind their right, own business, right, right. and they won't be like nosy, you know. And I don't mm-hmm. think it's not like the. I can say like the Italian people are like, where are you going? You know, they're very loud, right? <laughs> yeah, Italian yeah, 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 yeah. The Swiss people are very are much more calmer. I see. That's why it's, um, I guess it matches your personality too. Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but what I love about Tolosinaz and what you're telling me about the place is that even though it is, um, you know, like a heaven for Audrey Hepburn lovers, the heavily market gitu loh. Exactly, so you yep. still get that like authentic village um, yep. experience, living like a totally. local experience that you love. Yeah. Yeah. You don't find any souvenir shops of Hardy Hebron there. Yeah. You don't find like usually like for example, um, like in Montreux, where mm-hmm. the city is actually where Freddie Mercury spent her his his time making music. There's actually right? a museum of Queen there. <laughs> his bed. <laughs> You went to Montreux as well in Switzerland, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, what I'm right. trying to say is that I think Montreux a, a profits a bit of having Freddie profits Mercury. Yeah, <laughs> having a bit. Freddie Mercury exactly because the statue of Freddie Mercury over there is like so big. It's like a human-sized <laughs> statue, right? But right. in Tolosienas, the statue of Audrey Hepburn is just her head, and it's very right, small. Right. And 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 if you don't like. Uh, get down, uh, get on, uh, get down from the bus stop, right? Mm-hmm. You wouldn't see the statue, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the identity of the town isn't 100% Audrey Hepburn in your exactly. face. Exactly. Also, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. still Tolosenas. It's not Audrey Hepburn. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I love that. Since we're talking about other cities in Switzerland, um, can you tell us about all the different places that you went aside from Tolosinaz? Um, like, what's it like to travel from city to city? Yeah. So, um, my base camp was in Geneva, right? So, uh, you can always mm-hmm. do a one-day trip to other cities. Um, nah. The thing that I like also of Switzerland is there's a travel pass, unlimited travel pass that you can take uh, by train to other cities and that mm-hmm. pass you can also use uh, for uh, taking uh, getting on the buses in the city you buy wow. uh, you pay a certain amount of franc and then you can for mm-hmm. example I think I paid for like uh, four trips to other cities yeah mm-hmm. but uh, I, I I could use that that my pass itself for uh, taking the bus in the city for free oh. Oh, yeah, unlimited. That's so cool. I love that uh, the public transport system in Switzerland is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because of that, we could go to Montreux, where I when I told you, where's this uh, little city that uh, was the home for Freddie Mercury and Queen to uh, write their albums. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then, that's in Montreux. That's in Montreux. And in Montreux, we took another train, uh, which is a special train to Gistad. So oh, Gistad, so, um, this train isn't the same train as the the not, rail pass. Yeah, no, it's, it's different. different. It's different. Okay. So because we already had the pass of the uh, Swiss railway, Swiss railway, we only uh-huh. had to add another couple of francs to get on that train. Okay, and what's which this is, train called? It's called the Belle Epoque train. Yeah. Ooh. So this train is so awesome. It's like the Orient Express train. Uh-huh. Um, basically the same, like the antique wow. traditional stuff like that, right? It's, I it's, love that. It's like in the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then uh, the main attraction actually from this train is actually the trip itself. Um, because when we got into the train, um, uh, the trip was like... Everything that you think of Switzerland, which is the mountain, the green scenery, the cows, the cottages, <laughs> you got that on while while you are on the train. So because the uh, the, the view is is all about that, it's all about the mountains, it's all about the views, it's all about the greenery, and yes. it's just so magical. It's as if you're in a movie. You know, you don't get that in Indonesia. You don't get that in Indonesia. I love that. Like the view outside is like this gorgeous like mountains and valleys and then like inside the train you can just like sip your tea it's just like to me that sounds like such a magical ride yeah 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 and that's why i love it so much it's not i don't think it's like it's not much of an as an effort you know you get what i mean i mean like it's just hopping into the train and enjoying the view and enjoying the train you know um Mm -hmm. i don't think you get that from other places. I don't know if in other European countries, right? But I only found that in um, Switzerland, actually. Right. And um, we went to Gist, and the stop was to Gistad, which is actually just a right. ski resort because it was. So this is from Montreux to Gistad. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah. So I uh, basically because it's also one um, was it was still autumn, so it wasn't the skiing season, or the winter season yet. Um, uh, when did you go? When did you go to Switzerland? November, mid of right, November. Right, right. So it was okay, okay. it was cold, but um, not freezing cold. Um, and then it just we just spent um, our lunch there. We just had a coffee or hot chocolate, you know. Oh, that's so nice. Enjoying what people would do normally in a ski resort, apart mm-hmm. from the skiing part, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not winter. <laughs> it's not winter yet. <laughs> <laughs> and Gistad is actually, well, then you know that actually skiing is, is actually sports for the rich people. So the stores are there, are like, are like the YSL, Chanel. Yeah, so you get the shopping LV, part of your yeah, trip as well. But I didn't shop, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not there yet. <laughs> and then we went back to Montreux and hopped to the train back to Geneva. That's one day, right? I see. And then, so yeah. literally the entire trip is just like Geneva, then city, and then back to Geneva. Yeah. I think the most uh, two places that's very uh, memorable for me is going to Toloshenas and actually the trip train to Gistad. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Other is just like um, Lausanne is just another city of Switzerland. There's not much to see apart that there is the um, what's it called? Olympic Museum. Mm, okay. Which is okay lah. <laughs> and then just okay, um, it's some museum right olympic museum what else right <laughs> yes 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 <laughs> and then um we went to Bern, which is a bigger city of course um not much to see actually uh, uh, we saw the bears oh we saw the bears at Bern. 
because the symbol is it like a real bear yeah 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 real bear because the symbol of burn is a bear Wait, wait, wait. Did you go to a zoo or is it like just a bear in the middle of the forest? So there is like um, like a okay, park. This is in Bern, by the way. So this, so we went to the Tolosanans, we went to Montreux, we went to just that, and now we're in Bern where there's bears. No, so there's like a park <laughs> Okay. in which there's a bear there, you know? There's okay. a bear. Is, that, is it not dangerous at all? No, no, no. It's gated. He's in his... Oh. Di pagar. <laughs> Like a zoo, but it's just a bear, you know? Oh, okay. Because he is the symbol of burn. Oh, is it a brown bear? A brown honey bear, yes. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's the main attraction of burn right there. That's the main attraction of burn. Um, well, basically, you know, each city that I go, the main thing that I think is I want to go, go somewhere, sit down, have a cup of hot chocolate or coffee and just stare into the scenery, you know? That's the yeah, thing yeah, yeah. that I love to do the most. Yeah, once again, living like a local. Living like a local. Truly absorbing the atmosphere in that yeah. city. And in Bern also, it's the home of Einstein. Oh, okay. So if anyone's into Einstein, they can go to Bern. <laughs> so apparently in Swiss, there's like homes of many famous people. That's there what is. We exactly, right? I just <laughs> thought about it. I'm like, okay, I forgot I went to Einstein's house. <laughs> you went to Audrey Hepburn's house. You went to Freddie Mercury's museum. Exactly. Einstein as well. <laughs> Basically, the um, Freddie Mercury Museum is actually the hotel where they stayed. So it's actually oh, their home okay. too. <laughs> it's their home. Yeah. Lots of famous people going to Swiss. Yeah, apparently. Who, I just yeah. thought about it. I'm like, okay, that, that's interesting. And then again, <laughs> cool. the thing is that actually Swiss is a place for people to retire, you know, to get away from their busy life. Mm, it is like a very nature-focused, very beautiful country. Calm place. Very calm. Yeah. Like, for example, like, Freddie Mercury went exactly to Montreux. Uh-huh. To concentrate and focus, make an album. True, yeah. So I guess Switzerland is like a place where you can like find yourself, where you can like really take time to just... Find your peace. Find your peace, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It sounds like the perfect place for you to live in the future. <laughs> when you're older, of course. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I'm pretty sure you will like it too when you're older, Aileen. I think so too. Like the... Yeah. The thought of like going to a cafe, just like sitting down with hot chocolate. You kind of have like your breakfast at Tiffany moment at Swiss. I know, right? Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you traveled to Swiss um, during November. But, you know, aside from all these different fun cities, I imagine that Swiss would be a great place to experience Christmas as well. well you exactly, know, what do yeah. you think? Of course, of course. Um, I think any European countries... Um, especially uh, much more to the west up right mm-hmm. which is colder right yeah um they celebrate christmas of course and the thing that i love also going to november is of course it's it's cold but not freezing cold not but freezing also cold. you already have the environment of christmas you know yes. because it's a month 
a month before Christmas, right? Yeah, they're so, doing their prep. <laughs> exactly, right? So you already have the lights, you already have the decoration of Christmas and stuff like that. And sometimes the discount Christmas already happening, right? <laughs> yes, but the we thing, love that. The thing that I love so much about Swiss, and I think in other uh, countries of, of Europe, yeah, but mm-hmm. I found it in Swiss also, is the Christmas market. Oh, Ooh. unbelievable. It's so beautiful. Like... Uh, in Montreux, they had one, so okay. we could we could see all the local uh, handicrafts type yeah, of stuff. Yeah, local artists, local farmers selling their their products, and it's. I mean, like, I never thought that I could buy fudge when when I saw it in the movies. <laughs> you know, you got right in the movies. Like people buy fudge, like right, like I never thought I would buy that uh-huh, there. Uh-huh. You know, like okay, I'm gonna buy fudge because I saw this in the movie, right? That's so cute, though. So I guess that's something that people shouldn't miss out on at all when they go to European countries. Yeah, that's the thing. And I think the, the tip that I can give in you, when you go to European countries uh, during November, going to December, is mm-hmm. visiting the Christmas market. Yeah, and I think something else about like traveling in November before it's December, masih low season kan? Low season, yes. Still low season, so the flight Jadi ticket... Jadi masih murah ya, masih lumayan, ke sana, ya. Masih lumayan, masih lumayan. Yeah. Um, That's a really good tip. <laughs> so aside from like going to Christmas markets, do you have any more do's and don'ts for traveling, uh, especially specifically traveling to Switzerland? Mm, okay, so... Uh, let's Let me think about it. Uh, so do's... Okay. Yeah, the so I can like plan my future trip. trip. Exactly. For any travel, even you want to go somewhere, yeah, not, not yeah. necessarily in, in Europe, mm-hmm. always do your research. Because I always okay. do my research when yeah. I go. And I, always fi- and I always put it like in the search engine, what do locals do in that certain mm-hmm. city? Always. Okay. Because, um, of course, you want to visit the tourist site, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no judgment. Yes, of course, that. Of I do too. I do too. But you I don't get spend. the Instagram exactly. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't spend there all the time, right? So, yeah. I, apart, for example, there's this monument in a certain square, right? What do the people do around there? Go wander around mm-hmm. there. Go see get lost in the in the streets and find things that maybe people won't find right yes. find their local foods that maybe it's not yeah. in the website of the tourist site right find their local bars talk to them people right and get to know <laughs> yeah i mean like usually in the local restaurants or local delis right the food is actually cheaper one mm-hmm. and actually better <laughs> I'm telling you that. Yes. You get the more authentic experience. Yeah, because I can say that I think the European uh, sellers, um, they sell food that are fresh, you know. They get meat from the local market, you know, the stuff. Mm. I think they're very into making sure the food is good. Um, Visit visit always their local markets if you can. If you go in the summer, Mm -hmm. uh, like... Where there's no Christmas markets. Exactly. They have their local summer markets. Oh, okay. So yeah, there's yeah, yeah, just yeah. go to the markets every Sunday, no matter what time of the year. Yeah, usually oh, Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, the local markets usually appear in, in Sunday. Right, right, right. Sunday, Sunday markets, I guess. Yeah, Sunday markets. Exactly. Yeah. So you have their like local pro- products from the farmers. You know, they just picked uh, fruits. You know, this this the things that you don't find in Indonesia. Like for example, I I bought like a bag of cherries. Yeah, a bag of cherries. Mm-hmm. It only cost me like one euro. 
<laughs> a bag of cherries. How big is the bag, though? It's like satu kilo or salah. That's so cool. I think like something that uh, something that you can see in the Sunday markets. Like yeah. you really get to see the seasonal produce. Exactly. Exactly. Like a bag of cherry Indonesia will cost you like a hundred thousand ribu lebih kali ya. <laughs> gitu kan? Yeah. Ini yang cuma satu euro doang gitu tuh ditambah di add dengan buah misalnya apricots sama peaches. Like Ooh. itu ya Allah. In total, I think I only spent two euros <laughs> for those fruits. <laughs> For all these like amazing fruits. Exactly. In, in Indonesia, it would cost me like almost 300, 400 kali gitu kan. 300. Ya kan? Rupiah kan gitu. Exactly. Yes. That's the thing. So, visit the local restaurants. Local market is a plus because it's pretty awesome. It is awesome. Um, spend a day in places and immerse yourself into the local life. Be respectful towards them. Yeah. Remember, you always, you're, you're a visitor to their home. Yeah. Yes. Another thing that a tip that might help and a bit difficult maybe for some people, yeah, mm-hmm. is try to learn a bit about their language, you know, uh, oh. bits of bits phrases, you know. But then again, in Switzerland, there's like three languages. <laughs> like, which one should we learn? Um, use well in Geneva, you use French. In okay. Bern, you use German. So it depends on the mm. area. You will know lah. You will know which one. You know. Okay, okay, okay. Um, like for example, when I went to Geneva, I tried to brush up uh-huh. my French, right? So, <laughs> so what I did is that I, I downloaded Duolingo, the app, the like. Okay. App, yes. And just you know, practice the basic French conversation thing, like the things to order and stuff like that. If you want to order, okay, I want, <laughs> I don't know. Coffee or something like that. Something like that. What, what's coffee in French? A uh, cafe. Oh, okay. That's pretty. <laughs> that's pretty simple, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Basically, that. Um, having your hand the uh, Google Translate, you know, mm. in case like, okay, how do you say cheese in in French? How do you say coffee with milk in French? Right. <laughs> Just you know, process yes, a yes, bit. Yes. You know? Anyways, that's the thing. I think because if I know that. Swiss people can speak English, but they will appreciate yes. if you try to speak their language. I think in any yeah. in any country, like even if when I was in China, when I started to learn Mandarin, mm-hmm. they were very appreciative that I was trying my best. You know, I mean, like they will like laugh at me, but they will say, "Oh no, no, you mm-hmm. say it like this." You know, like, oh yeah, right, that, right, that's right. what I meant. <laughs> It becomes like a tool for you to really connect with the people, the local people. So mm. I think like yes, learning yes, a yes. bit their language, if it's not difficult as, for example, Mandarin or Russian, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think you, it will be a plus if you could right. do it. If for you could sure. do it. Yeah. For sure. What are, so those are like some of the do's, I guess, of thing, like, things that you have to be aware of yeah, when you're like, yeah, traveling yeah. abroad. Uh, what are some of the don'ts? Yeah. Do you have anything else? But again, um, I think don't be like the average tourist. Of, of, okay. Like, like, relax, chill. It's your vacation. You don't have to see everything in one day, right? Yes. What I told you, when you get lost is actually when you find or see more things instead of having a tight schedule. Bener banget, bener banget. Yeah. And also, if you look very touristy, you will attract actually picket, apa, pocket thieves. <laughs> Pickpockets gitu ya. Pickpockets thieves, exactly. Which is, there's a bunch in Europe, yeah, FYI. Gitu kan. So be careful um, on that. Perhaps, perhaps. But then again, I think Switzerland is quite a safe country too. 
Um, iya, tapi still ada, still ada namanya pencuri itu masih ada Elin gitu kan. Iya sih. Um. Yeah. I guess moral of the story is that you really get the most of your experience when you live like a local. Exactly. Gitu. Yeah. And then again, maksudnya if For example, you're as an Indonesian ya. Yeah. You go to Bali mm-hmm. and ada turis. Pasti kan lu kesel juga kan. Apa sih ini turis gitu kan. Right? <laughs> gitu kan. Yeah, I guess you feel the same way when you're in exactly, Indo, right? Yeah. Gitu kan. So, just chill gitu kan. And also, be open-minded. Try not to collect souvenirs but collect memories. Oh, wow, that's such a inspirational thing to say. Did you do that? Um... You know what I I started doing when I was in your in, in Switzerland my last time is I actually what? wrote postcards to my friends. So I'm using oh. those postcards as a souvenir for them. Instead of oh. buying souvenirs kaya Bella keychain lah or anything which <laughs> I don't think they will use anyways. Yeah. I think writing something from a postcard it's much more personal satu dan lebih lebih apa sih lebih touchy ya mungkin ya lebih kayak lebih, lebih sentimental sentimental ya yeah. i mean yeah. like i could say that um, sharing your experience through a postcard is mm-hmm. better than sharing your experience through instagram oh that's so true i would love to receive a postcard for from your next trip i will send you one <laughs> yay okay <laughs> So I guess that's all of the do's and don'ts for anyone that's looking to go to Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Um, now I would say, like going back to us working in Tiket, mm-hmm. yeah, kita, I mean, kita juga name this podcast nyasar bareng Tiket.com because like mm-hmm. we do, we do want to hear that like local experience that you experience in Switzerland. Mm-hmm. How does that um, affect the way that you work as a PR manager? Ooh. Like, I don't know, does it have anything to do with the fact, like, did you choose to work at Tikat because you love traveling? Or was it just like a sort of coincidence that you happen to work in an OTA? Nah, itu dia. Um, that's funny thing, yeah. Maksudnya, I think work, I think the opportunity for me to work uh, in Tikat.com mm-hmm. is all serendipity. Wow. In a sense, I think it was meant to be. Meant to be? It's in God's plan. No, no, I really do think because I don't want to f- say that I'm like, uh, apa namanya, orang yang, Filosofi atau bangga ya, tapi maksudnya there was a time that I was in my previous work, I was so bored with corporate life, and I think I was fed up with the industry that I was working at. So I started to look for jobs, right? If I may ask, what industry were you? Finance, corporate finance. Oh, okay, okay, that sounds yeah boring. Yeah, so boring, right? But I mean, like. Before there were startup, people go to corporate. Yes. Yeah. So that was actually the main go places that you will go, right? As mm-hmm. a um, fresh grad em- type of life, fresh grad yeah. employee, right? Yeah. Anyway, so I, I was getting bored with the you know financial industry and stuff like that. So I tried to look for another opportunity because I feel like I think I'm more than that, and as a PR, I can be actually in any industry mm-hmm. as a PR. Mm-hmm. So and then. Uh, I stumble upon Ticket.com's vacancy right, for PR manager. I'm like, okay, let's try this. Gitu kan? I mean, like yeah. traveling is something I really love, right? Yeah, you you literally traveled since you're a baby. Exactly, and I only had one interview, or maybe two interviews with the talent acquisition, right? And mm-hmm. one with uh, which is now my VP, and it, that was it. I got accepted. You, got you know, I, that's why I feel it. It's all uh-huh. serendipity. When I felt that I, I didn't 
I couldn't find a place or I wasn't accepted by companies, right? Ticket.com just mm-hmm. came right in the last minute before I gave up. Wow. <laughs> so, and because it's <laughs> it's a, a traveling industry, right? Travel industry, which is I really mm-hmm. like doing. Uh, it's my hobby. Uh-huh. So working here, it, I don't feel like a pressure that I'm working, you know. I'm actually working for something that True. I really like and I enjoy the industry, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, that's such a, I don't know, because I'm currently looking at my path ahead for whatever yeah. I want to do in the future. So hearing that makes me feel very um, reassured, you know, that, you know, one day I can also work in an industry um, that like really touches to my heart. Of really course, of course. Clicks with I, my passion. Yeah, I think that's the thing that I always hear that if you do something that is very close to your passion, you don't work mm-hmm. You're having fun with it. Yes. Yeah. That's so true. Such wise words. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for like talking about your trip. I love getting to know you better through your travels. Uh, but we also have a few questions from the employees here at Ticket. And, um, ah. you know, I was hoping that you could help me answer them. Sure. Okay. So first question. Um, I always love Switzerland, especially Luzerne. What do you think of Tolosinaz that makes it better than Luzerne? Give me top five reasons. I don't remember if I went to Luzerne, actually. <laughs> you know, that is like one of the main tourist spots, Luzerne. Switzerland. I told you, right? I'm not that main... Uh, I'm very anti-mainstream. Anti-mainstream <laughs> traveler. To... Yeah. Maybe we can't answer job this question then, can we? The main reason is because why I love Tolosina is because it's Audrey Hepburn's place. That's the main reason. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Question number two. Mbak Sandra kan sudah dibesarkan di berbagai negara. Apabila dikasih kesempatan untuk tinggal lagi di luar negeri, negara mana yang paling ideal untuk ditinggali dan kenapa? And okay. you mentioned that this is Switzerland. Yeah. But maybe you could go more into why, like all the reasons why. I think because um, I see myself there. I could maybe I could see myself though living and working yeah there gitu mm-hmm. kan tapi I think the working part it's a bit mungkin agak hayalan ya but yeah tapi misalnya <laughs> like I think it's a calm place to live uh, apalagi di Geneva ya mm-hmm. um, even if you feel stressed you can just uh, go for a walk around Geneva yes and there's tons of places that you can go you know I mean like Nggak cuma di rumah aja gitu, nggak di apartemen aja, tapi misalnya bisa ke local market, bisa ke kafe-kafe yang ada di... It's actually, it's like, when you imagine Paris, Geneva is like the smaller version of Paris gitu loh. Oh, I see. That's so cool. Ya kan? Gitu loh. Maksudnya, you get the, 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 the uh, architecture yang cukup bagus-bagus. Jadi intinya adalah... Gue merasa kalau misalnya gue ke Jenewa itu gue nggak pernah stres. Walaupun misalnya kalau gue gue nanti kerja nanti di sana ya atau misalnya tinggal saya pasti ada stresnya. Tapi I feel like that I could escape a bit just going around the city gitu kan. Atau yes. misalnya going around other other cities gitu kan. Yeah, they're just like two hours away. Exactly, exactly. Dan kan dan transportasinya kan juga bagus yeah, ya. Public transport. So that's the thing that I love about uh, Switzerland. Uh, The, the environment they're also not loud people yeah then again i'm not really a loud person anyway so so i'm, I'm good with that yeah eh, cocok, cocok gitu, gitu. Kan? Cocok, makanannya cocok. juga not bad karena ini 
udah mulai di Jennifer-nya itself-nya itu udah banyak terekspos sama luar kan. Jadi kamu bisa menemukan restoran-restoran Asia justru di Jenewa gitu. Like the apartment where my brother lives, di downstairs-nya itu ada restoran Southeast Asia. ASEAN, makanan ASEAN oh. Ada makanan orang Malaysia, ada makanan orang Singapura Ada makanan orang Indonesia juga ya Kayak mie goreng, nasi goreng gitu Tapi lumayan lah, <laughs> maksudnya lah kan Intinya adalah, kalau untuk soal makanan Nggak usah khawatir kalau mereka nggak ada makanan Asia Mereka ada kok gitu Soalnya di uh, di Geneva itu emang International center betul, gitu ya Betul, betul Because there's many international people So of course they want to cater uh, People from from outside ya gitu Iya, iya, iya Wow, okay, great answer to that question. Our next one, itu um, kalau Switzerland is a great place untuk retire, gitu. Um, this next question is more about what's the place yang paling fun. Uh, tiap orang dari negara berbeda pasti punya ciri khas behavior ya sama adat masing-masing. Mm-hmm. Um, jadi teman dari negara mana yang menurut Mbak Sandra paling menyenangkan dan yang mana yang paling gak cocok sama your personality okay. and why? Yang paling menyenangkan itu menurut gue the Spanish people. Oh, is it because you grew up there? Or itu satu, itu so? satu. Tapi the Spanish uh-uh. people are just actually the actual party people. Santai <laughs> banget mereka. Gitu kan. <laughs> Dalam arti gini loh. Mereka juga santai, tapi mereka juga kalau lagi party, party banget. Karena mereka Ooh. banyak fiesta kan. Fiesta itu kan uh, banyak party fiesta. ya. Uh-uh. Yes. Banyak fiesta kan, banyak parties kan gitu. And they're just like, apa ya, you know, Orang Spanyol juga very very warm people kok mereka very uh, mungkin mereka lebih kind ya very warm hearted ah 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 gitu mungkin yang nggak gue nggak cocok adalah sama orang Eropa Utara kali ya karena they're actually very known as very cold people emang mm-hmm. mereka terkenal men- uh, sebagai orang-orang yang dingin ya gitu okay our next question makanan favorit selama di sana apa mbak waktu jalan-jalan ke sana sempet bawa makanan dari Indo nggak Ooh, back to food, back to the topic of food. Uh, mak- makanan di Switzerland ya maksudnya ya? Yeah, and maybe like not the Southeast Asian restaurant. Like is there any uh, native food from Switzerland yang kayak you suka banget gitu? Well, then again, the Switzerland food is very Caucasian ya. The cheese, <laughs> ya kan, cheese fondue, ya kan? Yeah, yeah, cheese fondue. Itu honestly ya, <laughs> itu enak banget bu. <laughs> cheese fondue <laughs> ya. Padahal itu yang paling terkenal sih di Swiss. Iya, maksudnya lo kalau makan itu terus menerus juga uh, mohon maaf nih agak-agak mual nih gitu kan makan cheese mulu gitu kan. Karena very very cheesy kan. Soalnya all kind yeah. of cheese tuh dicampur gitu kan. Iya, iya, iya. kalau nggak salah yang aku tahu aja kenapa mereka came up with cheese fondue karena itu kayak sisa-sisa makanan keju yang mereka nggak kemakan mereka bakar oh, gitu. mereka i angusin jadi itu kayak <laughs> makanan sisa gitu kayak kita nasi goreng gitu loh bo oh sisa-sisaan <laughs> jadi nasi goreng gitu kan cheese fondue is the same thing gitu oh sisaan keju sisaan roti-roti potong-potongan apa gitu dicampurin gitu loh that's cheese fondue gitu kan so basically it's a very country apa sih orang lokal makanan lo- lokal banget ya itu ya terus uh, I don't think there's a I I don't think there's like selain cheese fondue ya. Menurut aku nggak ada makanan yang spesifik yang very Switzerland kayak. Gitu ya. Yeah, mereka have roast chicken like negara mana sih yang ada roast chicken ya, right? Yes, gitu yeah. kan. So I think it's oh, very yeah. the typical European or West apa Caucasian food lah yang mereka uh-huh, yang uh-huh. itu very normal. Tapi then again, the chocolate in Swiss is another level. Okay, like, jadi itu I would say that that's the top food that you have to try there. Yeah, I mean like 
even merek apapun di Swiss ya merek yang nggak terkenal yang terkenal itu semuanya enak gitu kan like literally I could dulu aku suka bawa pulang itu tuh coklat coklatnya justru gitu kan soalnya gampang kan gitu kan uh, aku suka bawa pulang tuh coklat coklat yang mungkin merek yang nggak ada di sini gitu yang benar factory-nya authentic gitu kan yeah and who doesn't love a good chocolate right yeah 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 and zaman itu kan Aku lagi nulis tesis kan, so I always, mm. when I when I study, I always have to eat chocolate kan. So having chocolate <laughs> back home gitu kan, membantu gua untuk proses menulis tesis. Gitu. For sure, for yeah. sure. <laughs> okay, I guess that pretty much wraps up today's episode. Do you have like any final thoughts atau anything you'd like to share atau promosi ke our listeners before we close this off? Okay, let me think about it. Mungkin kata-kata ini kali ya, something that I want to share that I always try to inspire other people gitu, khusus, mm-hmm. khususnya the younger generation. It's like, uh, don't be afraid to try new things. Traveling to new places is actually the same gitu kan. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to get lost because when you get lost is actually when you get to see the world. Wow, that is so inspiring. Hopefully, yeah, And hopefully, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I mean, that's also why the podcast Nyasar Bareng. Mari kita nyasar bareng and explore the world together. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to end this podcast in true ticket fashion, let's hear a pantun from Kak Sandra. Okay, here we go. Belajar nari sama ajeng. Cakepnya mana? Cakep! <laughs> okay, ulang-ulang, ulang-ulang. <laughs> Yaudah, let's, okay, go, let's, let's go, let's go, ya. let's go, ulang, ulang. Belajar nari sama Ajeng. Cakep. Yuk mari kita nyasar bareng. Cakep. Yay. Wow, amazing. Thank you so much for sitting down with me and sharing about your love for Audrey Hepburn, giving us a glimpse of what it's like to travel at Tiket. And you know, to all of our listeners, uh, thank you also so much for listening to nyasarbaremtiket.com. Make sure to stay tuned to this podcast to join us on our next travel destination. Mau nyasar kemana aja, pasti ada tiketnya. Bye everyone!